Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Hey, entrepreneurs, welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur Encounter podcast. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And we are super excited to continue diving into this topic of leadership and resource management to maximize efficiency and productivity, which is two things that leaders really hopefully possess as they lead a team to be more productive and efficient with anything that they're working on, because we like that balance. You hear that a lot. It's not just a buzzword or a keyword. Balance is vital as We're coming to the end of summer and trying to figure out how to be more efficient with our time in my household. It's just something I'm constantly working on. So this goes with, like I said, our theme this month on discussing the different aspects of being an effective leader. Last week, we talked about goal setting and how it relates to leadership. Check out the show notes for the link to that. We hope you go back and give it a listen. And Sarah, I think you have a question for us. Yeah. So I got a quick little question for everybody listening. Imagine you're stranded on a desert island. What are the three things you would want to bring with you? I get asked this question all the time (laughs) with my kids. I'll be completely honest. So I'll answer. So my three things would be a water purifier, a tent, and... A blanket. (laughs) Because I need a blanket no matter what the temperature is. Me, I would want a tent, sunscreen. Oh, dang. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) For those listeners that don't know, we are both very pale people. (laughs) Sunscreen should have been on my list. What's your third? My kids. Oh, I want to hope wherever I'm traveling that. My kids are safe and not at risk of being left on a deserted island. (laughs) But that's true. I sound like an awful person. (laughs) So now that you got your items, so there you go. Like you practice resource management because one, you have a goal to survive. I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive that long with my kids. (laughs) So now you got your items. So you have practice resource management. Because now you have like you have a goal in order to achieve that goal, you need certain aspects for that. So let's take a deeper look into what resource management is. It's basically the process of pre-planning, which is one of my favorite things to do, scheduling and delegating resources to maximize efficiency. You want to be resourceful with your resources. You can have all the resources in the world, but if you're not utilizing them in the best way, then they're not serving you at all and you almost might as well not have them. So in order for you to execute a task or project, you need resources and resources can be in the form of software platforms to track projects, to move people along in your workflow pipeline. 
This can also be someone on your team or adding people to your team. So depending on what you're working on or where you're at in your business will depend on the resources that you need. So think about what you're working on this month. So if, like if there's something that you're working on, what resources are you using? And do you have everything that you need to get to the end? Typically, we want to work ahead. So that's like the pre-planning stage to be able to make sure that you have that resource. So for example, if you want a website, you don't have a website. Do you know what website host you want to use? Do you know the tech side of the website? Do you know the cost of the website? Do you have the budget for that website? And do you need to hire somebody for that? So there's so many factors that go into play when it comes to what you're working on. So I want to be super transparent. I work with wedding professionals outside of this podcast. And one of them in particular is going through a complete overhaul rebrand. So we are utilizing a lot of resources and doing a lot of balancing act. He has a great platform for his website, which is Show It. I had to think about that one. And it's an amazing platform. It's really great with SEO. But the resources that come with that, really the biggest resource is time. He does not have the time to build out a whole new website. I know just enough to kind of make things look beautiful and add images, update the metadata. Like I'm resourceful in those ways. But getting different pages to talk to each other and doing a few other like behind the scenes technical things is not my jam. So we're utilizing another resource, which is a website developer. She's amazing. And I connected them to, they had their onboarding or their coffee chat. And now she's stepping in and joining the team temporarily to get this project done. That's another resource. Through her, we had a few more resources added on with like a template that we can personalize so it doesn't feel like a template, but the base is there. And so a lot of the work is streamlined. Then we're going to have to have his galleries. So that's another resource, the images that he takes because he's a wedding photographer. We want to make sure we have the best pictures. We have whatever the software that he utilizes to edit the images and then I take them, update everything that we need to and then get them uploaded into the galleries. So lots of moving parts that go along with even just something that feels like a simple website design. And if buying a template, using a bigger platform like Show It is not within your budget and you're on the newer side of entrepreneurship to going from side hustler to entrepreneur, there's other resources and platforms that you can utilize to build a free website. There's Squarespace, there's MailChimp that has both your email marketing list as well as just a simple website. It could be one, two, three pages. It's basic. But it gets you noticed, it gets you visible, it helps you create space in the vast interwebs. I know when I started my business, I wanted a website, but I didn't have the budget to do it. So obviously I had to use the free version of Wix is what I use. So being able to know that, hey, I don't have the budget right now. I don't have the resources to actually have a full-on website. So use what you have in front of you, the free version. I mean, you're using social media as a different resource and that's free, but you have to look ahead. So if you don't have the resources to do, you know, a task, a project, you want to kind of make a plan, write it out. 
use your project management tool. You can use Asana, ClickUp, Monday. They all kind of do the same thing. Some might have different features that you can use. So there are a lot of benefits to resource management. By having everything in place up front and actually pre-planning, you can avoid problems that will come up. I mean, obviously, you're going to face conflict. You're going to face something. But being able to be prepared, you can avoid those problems. It actually can prevent burnout. So again, when you're pre-planning, what can you take on? If the workload is too much, there's no need to do it all at once. So you need to figure out like, hey, I got too much work. Do I need to hire somebody? Hold on while you're there. I think that is helpful. So I use a project management tool called ClickUp, and it gives me a bird's eye view of not just the tasks that I have to do, but how I've delegated. So if I see like one team member has like 10 tasks and the other one only has like two, I'll first I'll check in and say, hey, how are you feeling with everything that's been assigned to you? Are you good? Do you need me to move some things around so that, you know, for that reason, prevent burnout and like make sure everything is moving forward smoothly. So instead of getting it, and a lot of my clients, they just remember the tasks that they need to do, which is not bad, but you got to get a lot of it out of your head. I've had clients at first, they're like, I don't understand what you're doing. I'm like, because you are still trying to do all the things, even though we have this workflow, we have this tool set up, we have these resources in place, and you're still trying to do it all and not letting us do it when you need to be doing X, Y, Z. So that's where transparency comes in, too. Everyone has an idea of what's going on. It's easier to break it down and provide a visual of what's going on. So you can, like, in my case, I showed my client, I was like, this is what we're doing for you. This is how we're doing it. This is what you approved of us doing. If you want us to change it, we can do so. But this is currently everything that's set up, essentially. I see a lot of business owners, they're so eager to get something done right now. They're like, okay, we're working on this, but they're excited. You know what I mean? Like, okay, if you're working on social media for the following month, or you're working on a blog post for the following month, and you notice that sometimes your client will try to get in there and do some of the work, which they hired you for. I believe that sometimes it's hard for people to let go, essentially. 100%. (laughs) It is my job to tell business owners to let go (laughs) and to delegate things to me and my team. And I still have trouble delegating things. Like, I can fit it all in. You can't. I can't. Like, I have hired these virtual assistants to support me. That is my resource that I'm paying for. It's not even a free resource. And I still have to catch myself and say, I need to utilize this better. So I can be more efficient with my time and grow in the ways that I want to or have space open to grow in ways that I don't even like process yet. Like this podcast. Last year, I had no idea that I would be wanting to do a podcast and talking to people. (laughs) This year, I had no idea that I would be wanting to launch a women's professional networking group. But here we are figuring that out (laughs) and like really stepping outside our comfort zones. And I wouldn't have thought to be able to do that if I didn't use my resources, which is my team and my platforms that send me blog posts. So like how to manage more and do all the things. 
So now I'm inspired to do literally all the things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are paying for something, software, your team, you should use them to the highest ability that you can. Because one, if you're not doing that, one, you're wasting your money. That's money that's gone out of your pocket. So if you're paying for whatever resource that you're paying, like what do you get out of paying? For example, so we use Riverside to record our podcast on. I got the paid version because the amount of times that we record. So you use that all of it because what's the point if you're going to pay for a resource and you're not using it, right? I can't agree with that more. <laughs> so all in all, the main thing is be prepared. Don't pay for something you're not going to use. Really take your time to look at your options. Audit your budget, review your budget, and see what you can afford and like how resourceful you need to be to get set up a seamless system and to grow and be productive and efficient. Don't just jump in anything if you're not able to do it. In leadership, those of you that work with you are going to look up to you. So really big picture, think of that, be that example and help anywhere that's needed. But don't just like load it off on someone or real quickly say, oh, well, I'll just do it. No, take the time to use your resources and like train. Next week, we're going to be diving in a little bit deeper in creating systems and processes to help you set goals and maximize those resources and achieve them, like really setting up the touch points, the stepping stones to achieve that goal. One last thing, again, we always want to invite you to be a part of the show as it's interactive. Ask us questions, get to know us a little bit better. Reach out to us via email, which is in the show notes, as well as on our LinkedIn and Facebook pages. We're on there all the time. So you can leave a comment on a post. You can direct message us, make your own post. We thank you as always, listeners, for tuning in and all of the information will be in the show notes. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.